Just a little recap of uh, the last teaching. We went over rule number five, which says don't make any changes in a time of desolation. Don't change your good resolutions when you're in desolation. But rule six says we do need to change ourselves. We can become more disciplined in prayer, examine how did we get to this state of desolation in the first place, and do suitable penance. These things will help strengthen us and get us through the desolation faster. Early on in the spiritual exercises, St. Ignatius tells us this. This is in number 13 of the spiritual exercises. He says, we must remember that during the time of consolation, it is easy and requires only a slight effort to continue a whole hour in contemplation. But in time of desolation, it is very difficult to do so. Hence, in order to fight against the desolation and conquer the temptation, the retreatant must always remain in the exercise a little more than the full hour. This will accustom himself not only to resist the enemy, but even to overthrow him. St. Ignatius says that just like our body needs exercise, our physical body, we need exercise to stay healthy and to get stronger. So we need spiritual exercises to get our soul and our spiritual life stronger. If somebody's trying to get uh, their muscles more toned or if they get, want their muscles bigger, they exercise to the point of uh, where they're comfortable and then push past that a little more. A little more weight, more repetitions, uh, following a schedule. So St. Ignatius says when we pray during consolation, it's pretty easy. We're sitting in the chapel. Before we know it, a whole hour goes by. But we're in, when we're in desolation, where there's a lot of darkness, when God feels far away from us, sitting in the chapel, we look at our watch, and only two minutes have gone by. feels like it's dragging. And Ignatius says, in those times, we got to sit even longer, a little bit longer than what we had planned. He says, so that we accust he accustoms himself not only to resist the enemy, but even to overthrow him. And that's how we get stronger in the spiritual life. We don't quit when it's hard. And we even tack on a little bit more so that we get stronger and stronger. The reason why we're spending so much time studying these rules, trying to discern what's going on, where is this movement coming from in me, is because we want to learn and be alert for the, the tricks of the enemy. And St. Ignatius gives us a lot of good tools to, to uh, be able to kick the enemy out. All right, so let's go on to rule number seven. St. Ignatius writes this. When we are in desolation, we, could, we should consider how the Lord has left us to our own powers in order to test us so that we may prove ourselves by resisting the various agitations and temptations of the enemy. For we can do this with God's help, which always remains available, even if we do not clearly perceive it. Indeed, though the Lord has taken away from us his great fervor, abundant love, and intense grace, he still supplies sufficient grace for our eternal salvation." When does Rule 7 apply? 
It says it. It's not a trick question. When we are in desolation. Remember, Ignatius is spending a lot of time talking about when we're in desolation. That's when we can more easily get off track. So what does he tell us to do? He said, consider how the Lord has left us to our own powers in order to test us. When we're in consolation, our hearts are on fire for God. We feel very close to God. It's easy to pray. It's easy to love your neighbors. When we're in one of those times of consolation, we can begin to think we're doing okay. That we're pretty strong spiritually. That look how far we've come on the spiritual life. I'm a pretty good Christian. That's a temptation that we can have in consolation. So what happens? God allows desolation. He says, consider how the Lord has left us to our own powers in order to test us. This is a picture of a tree with the branch cracked off. It's still a little bit connected, but a lot of it is cracked off. And Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Apart from me, you can do nothing. When we're in consolation, we go, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, Jesus, without you, I can't do anything. But it's when we're in a time of desolation that we know this is true. We know we can't do anything without God. And that's when the truth really hits us. So God allows us to go through times of desolation. And it's, these are trials that he sends to, he allows so that we're tested. But Ignatius says, for we can do this with God's help, which always remains available, even if we do not clearly perceive it. Many years ago, I um, was faced with a time of desolation there was a person in community that was very difficult for me to love. Things they did annoyed me, and they spoke bad about me behind my back. They were unkind, and I had to interact with this person a lot. And it was very difficult. I struggled during that time to be kind and, and patient, but the Lord left me to my own powers. To love somebody that's being very unkind to you takes supernatural love. We can't do it on our own. I failed a lot over and over again. But then that person left and consolation returned. And then I thought, you know, I'm doing pretty good. It's not so hard to love people. And then God sent me another person that was just as hard to love down again into desolation. But this time I thought, I don't want to go through this lesson without learning what God has to teach me. I obviously didn't learn the first time around because the test was very similar. Same hurt, same challenges, same level of interaction. So thinking about rule seven, I started to draw on that truth. Because St. Ignatius says a very uh, active word. He says, consider. Consider that God has allowed this test to happen to you. But he doesn't leave you without the grace you need, even though it feels like he might be far away from you. So God is allowing these trials. And I said, I want to learn as much as I can this second time around so I don't have to repeat it again. 
And I'm happy to report, I, I think I did better in trial number two. It's often through trials that we grow up, that we mature spiritually. Now think about a parent and their children. All good parents want to raise and train their children to be independent. Don't want your children to be like toddlers and never leave home. Parents are trying to teach over and over again what their children need to live successful lives. And if you've ever seen a parent trying to teach their child to ride a bike, usually it means the child is going to have some falls there. And you have to, you have to kind of accept that. But you help the child get back up and, and get them back going on the bike, and pretty soon they're riding all around. That's kind of the lot of a human being. We learn by our mistake. And it says this in Acts 14.22. We must go through many trials to enter the kingdom of God. We must go through many trials to enter the kingdom of God. However, if we can see a trial as the loving um, parenting of God, that he loves us, that he wants us to learn, that it, we're going to be stronger on the other side if we learn from the trial. And that's what St. Ignatius is trying to equip us with, tools to get through the trials. And when we're in desolation, that's when Satan is very, very active trying to tempt us and agitate us. Now, many companies or organizations, they have an emergency plan, emergency action plan. What do you do in an emergency? What do you do if there's a fire? What do you do if there's an earthquake? What do you do if somebody has a heart attack? They try to train their employees, what do you do in case of an emergency? Now, we need an emergency action plan in the spiritual life. What are we going to do when we are in the dumps, when God feels far away, when we're confused, when we have doubts, when it's very difficult to love, when prayer is so boring, and we try to read the word and it's very dry. Well, we have an emergency action plan. And writing out rule number seven would be good to add to your plan. Maybe having some scriptures like Acts this one, Acts 14.22, to remind ourselves, I got to get through this trial. God's allowing it. It's for a reason. I want to learn from it. And I'm going to give you another good scripture. 1 Corinthians 10.13. This is a good scripture to remind ourselves in desolation. 1 Corinthians 10.13 says, No testing has overtaken you that is not common to everyone. God is faithful. And he will not let you be tested beyond your strength. But with the testing, he will also provide the way out so that you may be able to endure it. So we have some things that before we uh, are in a time of desolation that we can draw on. Father Gallagher says that for most people, the greatest obstacle on the spiritual journey is the, discourage that, the discouragement that comes when we're in desolation. And he says there's a litany, he calls it the litany of, dis, of, the litany of desolation. It goes like this. I can't, I can't, I can't. That's the litany of desolation. I can't bear to stay in the chapel. I can't drag myself to the prayer meeting. I can't stand my spouse. I can't imagine being married for another how many years. No. I can't, I can't, no. I can't. Well.
And when we're convinced that we can't do something, that's when we quit. And remember what Father Thomas said, quit or not. That was Father Thomas's version of rule number seven, quit or not. Okay, so to summarize, rule number seven says, God is allowing this trial for a reason. I can get through it with his divine help and grace. And God always provides sufficient grace. Let's read that again. God is allowing this trial for a reason. I can get through it with his divine help and grace. God always provides sufficient grace. So you can see how this would be very reassuring to read when you're in the dumps. We have to call it to mind and counteract the litany of I can't with the truth you can. You can with God's grace. Okay, that brings us to rule number eight of the rules for discernment of spirits. It says, one who is in desolation should strive to preserve himself or herself in patience. This is the counterattack against the vexations which are being experienced. One should remember that after a while, the consolation will return again through the diligent efforts against the desolation which were suggested in the sixth rule. So Satan is trying to get us riled up and agitated. And St. Ignatius says, strive to be patient. Strive to preserve patience. Because it's the opposite of what Satan wants. He wants us all agitated and to be at, lose our peace. But Ignatius says, the consolation will come back. If you do the things he taught us in Rule 6... And you can look back over your notes from rule number six. Then the consolation will return. Now, last month I used the analogy of the whitewater rafting. Each person is given an oar. And when approaching the whitewater, if they all uh, row hard together, they'll pick up momentum and they'll go easier through the rapid with less danger of capsizing. And that's what Ignatius is telling us in Rule 8. He's saying that we got to use the tools that he taught us. And if we do them diligently, then we're going to get through that time of desolation faster and more securely. Because he says this, this desolation will pass. And that might be a good thing to write in your emergency action plan. This too shall pass. So remember that after a while, the consolation will return again through the diligent efforts against the desolation, which were suggested in the sixth rule. So desolation is a dark time. We don't see clearly. We have a harder time praying, a harder time loving, maybe more doubts. It's tough. There's no getting around that. But it's so worth developing muscles to get through it better. Because the more times of desolation you get through successfully, the more deep peace that you're going to have. An unshakable peace. We all know older Christians that have walked the walk. People you know that have been through a lot, but have remained faithful to God and are persevering in their vocation. And there's a, there's a peace that radiates out of them. They have a joy that doesn't matter what's going on. They've gone through the fire and they've come out stronger. And just to be with them is an encouragement to us. And it builds up our faith. And that's what St. Ignatius is trying to teach us, that we all can be victorious, that we can go from strength to strength. Even if we fall off, even if we make mistakes, we get back up and we continue strong. 
And that fruit of resisting the enemy is peace and joy. You just know this is going to pass. God is faithful. And no matter what trial I've gone through, he always supplies the grace that I need. And the more you have those experiences under your belt, the more you can hit the next batch of rapids strong and hard. Father Thomas used to say when he was sharing that scripture in Acts about passing through a lot of trials, Acts 14, we must pass through many trials to enter the kingdom of God. He said instead of passing through the trial, a lot of people like to plunk down and and sit there in the trial and make a monument. Look at this trial. Look at this huge trial. Come everybody, look at this trial. So instead of passing through, we set up camp. He said it doesn't work like that. The Word of God says you got to go through the trial, pass through it. Don't get stuck there. So that was Rule 7 and 8 that we went over tonight. Call to mind truth when you're in desolation. God is faithful. He's allowed this. He's going to get me through it. And then be patient. This is going to pass. God's going to let it pass. In the meantime, do all the things that we learned in Rule 6, but maintain your patience. And consolation will come back. So next time we're going to pick up where we left off, we're going to look at Rule 9 in these Rules for Discernment. Amen. Would you please do us a favor and head over to iTunes to rate this podcast? It's the best way to get this material into the hands of those who need it the most. Thank you and God bless you.